and we're live hi guys welcome to episode of the new sports and podcast i'm your host david and we lost not long derby um for the second time this season <sighs> arsenal are doing a double over us i mean that's something i just didn't really think i would ever um experience again after 20, 2014 was the last time i this actually happened and never thought i would you know um see it happen again but you know here we are so i'm gonna um, give my thoughts on the game today I'm going to do um, a deep dive into the other games that happened over the weekend. I mean, we're going to talk about Liverpool's um, loss or hiding or ha- beat, proper beating at the hands of Brighton. Um, we're going to talk about Manchester United's win over Man City yesterday. Chelsea, you know, back to winning ways. Um, their new signing, Badiashile, taking part. And they also announced um, the signing they stole from under the nose of another Premier League team. I mean, we have I seen that before. I mean, <coughs> William. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that and a lot more today. Um, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So we start our journey today um, with Spurs, and um, and listen, I think that the, the, the I said this before, and I'm, the last time I, I did a rant, this was after New Year's Day, um, the boxing. No, after um, the New Year's Day game against Aston Villa, I suppose lost. And I sat and I said, the next day I did it, um, my episode, I said, I think sports have to decide what they are or what kind of team do they want to be. And I think I didn't really give as much, or rather, I think over time I, I, I sat and I thought about it and I looked closer and I figured out, wait a minute, it's not even just figuring who they are. I mean, now it's about, you know, spending the money. Like, it's like, it's not even just saying what I want to be, it's, it's this. Having a plan, this is a plan you this is a move you want to make. Stick by it, you know, and, and throw money at it till it works. You know, I, I think one 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 thing that a lot of football fans or like a lot of sports fans or inic I don't know if I call them sports, I'll say Levy fans because I don't know if they are loyal to the club or they are loyal to the ownership, but inic slash in uh, in those the different thing about those brigade, that brigade is they come up with this oh spending and this is something I've only seen from the club, you know, spending um, so much does not mean that um, you know you play. And the thing is, they always cite Everton as an example. You know that period when Everton were just on this spending spree. I think it, it got to the point where in 2020 or 2021 they were forced to only be able to spend 17 million pounds because of FFP rules, right? Because of that excess spending Everton had from like 2016 to like 20 2019-ish, if I'm not mistaken, where they brought in a truckload of players. I'm talking about Klassen, Ramirez. Um, I mean, that was David Klassen, right? Ramirez. I mean, there was so much just just brought in at the time. Well, this is the thing about about um, with with sports, right? You know, sports. Sorry, I I, I lost my train of thought a bit. You see, that that excuse is not going to fly. Just because it's an Everton does not mean that there are no just perfect examples of teams who actually go out there, spend a truckload of cash, and see and get value for their money. I mean, it's this. You can spend your way into success. Let's put it that way. You can spend your way into success. I'll give you an example. Manchester United. Manchester United, we've, they've always been throwing money at everything for God knows how long now. I mean, look at their current squad, right? Varane. I mean, they threw money at Varane. Threw money at Casimiro. Threw money at Licha, Lissandro Martinez. I mean, basically threw money at Diogo Dalo. They're just throwing money around over these years. Threw money at Pogba. I mean, since my United were really poor, spending money, spending, 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 
I mean, he, did they get the were they getting their results on the pitch? I mean, of course they weren't since 2018. I mean, they, uh, 2017 they hadn't won, they haven't won um, a trophy, right? But eventually, the spending is going to translate onto the pitch. Why? They finally got in a manager who can rearrange and redirect all of all those spending. So it means the money is available, so they are spending, and you know, as it stands, they're going to see results. That's my point. That's the point I'm trying to make here. Everybody's making fun of Chelsea now. Oh, Chelsea is spending. Oh, they, I mean, hide yourself before Chelsea. I mean, I make fun of them a lot. I mean, hide your mother before Chelsea signs her too. Chelsea trying to sign anybody, but you know, eventually it's going to pay off, and that's the thing. Or oh, so I've given a lot of examples. Now this is the point here. You know, if if sports, it's not even just about sports saying we are this. This is a club we are, and this is how we're going to operate, and this is how we're going to run our things. If you, it's one thing. Decide who you are or what you want to be. So that plan you've decided, you have to follow through. There's no one or the other. If you want to be a club that um, brings players through, you know, gets young players, have a proper scouting network all around the world where you bring players into your team and you have a progressive manager with structure in place with this manager who manage, with this manager who plays a certain kind of way. And this manager not only does he play a certain kind of way, that's the only kind of manager you can hire. There's already a system in place for him to just come in and implement his ideas and do a little tweak here and you know and everybody's going. If that is what you are, no problem. But you can't be that and then try to be the one who wants success instantly. It's too or if you want to be the one who wants success instantly, you get a manager who wants to win now. If you get a manager who wants to win now, you can't tell me that you want to use the approach of oh let's get in all the young players in now. That's the problem with sports. Sports have this issue of trying to um they want to so if let's say it can have it if that's the case if that's the right way to use this systematic expression because you know you get a manager in you just exactly how you want everybody knows that this how this manager operates but you do not back him and operate like that i'll give you an example i won't use as an example as an example so i mean obviously going by this game right this this myth that um ateta you know is playing with young players i think it's a myth you know Arsenal's board have heavily backed Ateta. And I want to draw a parallel within Ateta and Pochettino's time at Spurs. When Spurs appointed Pochettino in 2014, I remember vividly well, um, Pochettino's first centre-back target was Matteo Musacchio. I remember a lot of the, the pain uh, Eunice Kabu, what a lot of the pain watching Eunice Kabu defend put me through back in 2013-14-ish, 20, around that period. I remember a lot of the pain and the sorrow and the suffering I was forced to be put to put myself through around that period and I thought that I would never see it again I would that would be the last time I ever see horrible defending the minute um Toby Adaverid came in but you know yeah we are with Eric Dyer and company but anyways that's I'm coming to that point so but you know what Matthew Musaki right immediately off the bat Spurs went and said no Federico Fazio and that's the thing Federico obviously he wouldn't really force he would just take his target and move in right and move on right Ateta comes into Arsenal. He wants Thomas Party. He gets Thomas Party that summer. Do you do you can you understand? Can you see the difference here? He gets Thomas Party instantly. Now, and this is the thing about I mean obviously Arsenal fans would say, oh, he, he has party, he has spent X amount of money. I mean, Ateta has been spending money since. Let's not kid ourselves. He's been spending money all throughout his time at Arsenal. It's but there's nothing wrong with spending money, and that's the thing. And I hope a lot of football fans do not, or a lot of sports fans do not, you know, come with this ideology. I don't know who came with this ideology that 
you know you should build a squad where you don't spend a lot of money they can, and if only for years they kept telling us about sports net spend oh their net spend is 25 39 million pounds well if that net spend became 100 million pounds i mean imagine sports what sports would have won within that space of time right and last year 2021 was i would probably say a lot of the what you currently see with arsenal i mean a lot of that money was shelled out last year right i mean Udigard came in last year especially Udigard, who's probably their, their main creator now I'll probably say that I would say, aside Martinelli and Saka, I mean, Udegaard is probably a contender for their third best player. I mean, if if you if you probably go to Thomas Partey, you know that. But you know, it's, in terms of importance, I'll probably say Udegaard is probably as important as you know Saka is and the other guy is, right? That that's that's on that that's what I said. But a lot of um, a lot of the guys is currently seeing. I mean, obviously Saliba came in now. I just I got um, Gabriel Magales. I mean. The point, even Ramsdale, you know, point I'm making is, Arteta has been backed. That's my point. Spurs, under Pochettino, right, when they tried going this route, now you, you want to be penny-pinching, you don't want to spend, you don't want to... Do this. How are you going to get things done? If you get Arteta Pochettino in, because, no, listen, one thing that's for sure, whichever route you take, you are going to spend. Just know it. You have to understand that you're going to spend. And if you understand you're going to spend, you do not try and adopt this same annoying tactic that has made you miss out on players multiple times so one person joins right once musakio didn't get musakio and then i don't know by a twist of fate venture game was already there was already good danu was already there already good workout already, already i mean Pedro was lucky to meet a lot of players there already the only player the only thing he could just do was add here and there right so uh maybe add um eric Dyer already came in who probably wasn't a starter then just had to bring in Wanyama had to bring in Son and had to bring in um, Adavered right but the, the transfer fee of these three players I mean these three players were fantastic but they cost around under 50 million pounds if, if I remember correctly three of them combined cost under 50 million pounds right but the failure to kick on is a problem with sports right I remember Windows when from, uh, Paul Mitchell who was the um, DOF at the time he would go okay this is a target we were interested in and then you know sports wouldn't go through with it you know so is the thing you know if that's the route you tried you have a dof similar to what edu is with liver with arsenal now right you have this guy in place who's gonna this is the job he's here the role is here to play if that's really here to play why don't you just let, make money available just take it take a back seat make money available let him do his thing and a lot of fans who's gonna come anyone who's gonna come tell me oh listen um there's no money that, that, that. listen man do not play that because sports ownership have in terms of owners who have pumped money into the club, sports ownership are among the lowest. I think the other team is Manchester United, if I'm not mistaken. But Manchester United are still spending. So, sports ownership have taken, they've not really put in a lot of money into the club, you know, as an ownership. So, I mean, what's the ownership if, if you're not really putting the investments in, you know, when the, at the right time? You know, just pump money in and just take it back. Sports could spend £400 million pound in one window, and FFP won't even knock their door. Plus or minus. I mean, obviously, when they get the books in place, but the get point I'm trying to make is sports could drop 400 million pounds in one window, you know, as long as they put their books in the right order and they will still not get a knock on the door from FFP. That's how profitable they've been as a club, you know, and, and they've already been, it's made known that oh, there's money available. That, 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 that. But that's the thing, you know, it's, it's this tr- attitude of trying to be clever by half, trying to, you know, try to be smart, you know, trying to play smart, trying to. You know game things you know when things should be done in a certain way when you when you do something like this this is the result you're gonna get is this this 
constant approach from sports of trying to be clever by half, trying to at smart things, trying to get things done when you know very well that this is not the result. I mean, everybody knows that if you if you drive a maybe particular car at the particular speed limit, you know it's not going to go fast. It's not going to go as you know, it's, for example, you know it's dangerous to drive very fast and very when you're drunk. But this method of trying to drive fast and drunk, no, hoping to get a different outcome, you know, when you know nine hundred ten, you know the inevitable. So, anyways, I'm all over the place. <laughs> it's just I'm all over the place. I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's a rant, though. But <laughs> please bear with me. So back to the Poyetino point. Now, with that approach, that style of a project manager, we have a manager in place. This is style we play. This is system we play. When you have that in place, you need a system behind you. I'll draw bright. I'll use Brighton as an example. Brighton lost Graham Potter, Cucurella, or as we like to call him, Kukuruku, cook that thing. <laughs> They lost these guys, and Brighton are much better. Brighton is Stupinian, Stupinian. Brighton, um, Dijebi, right? They've got Roberto Dijebi in place. Not only are they much better, scoring more goals now. I mean, attractive tactically, they are much. I mean, they are much better, scoring more goals. I mean, under Graham Potter, they used to go games without scoring or even or even winning a game, right? And now look at them; they are completely different animal entirely. And that's the point I'm making here with, with, um, with these guys. As far as I'm concerned, they know what they are doing. You know, so you have the system in place now. Even when they lost their manager, they still do not look, you know, out of place in terms of their ideologies, their systems. They just know what to do. And that's what I'm saying here. If that's how you want to do it, you want to be a rich Brighton, a team, okay, fine, you play a certain way. But the difference is you spend a bit more. Let's say Brighton, instead of Brighton, Brighton, a team who they will have to go scout um, for someone like Metoma, right? And then hope they hit the jack. Obviously, Metoma is somebody who will keep playing and he will improve as he keeps playing for Brighton. I mean, it's going to be much better as he keeps playing. He looks good already. Imagine it's going to be like next season, right? You've got someone like Metoma in. Now, the difference is Brighton will not, Brighton will, will go. The difference is when you when you instead of going to get Mitoma from I think it was brought in from Japan if I remember correctly so going to get Mitoma all the way from Japan you're gonna get someone like Mitoma who's already in Europe developed by another club already those mistakes those rough edges are already cut out that's what you're gonna get so you have to pay more so the player is gonna ready you're not gonna develop that's the difference you you the richer version will be we're getting this player he's ready made let's just slot him into this defense rather than having to train the system again train him in the system again he's ready he's ready to slot in and he's gonna play. That's exactly what will happen. How you do things, but with sports, you know, they didn't do that. And another thing also is knowing when to sell, right? If you're gonna go like that, you're gonna go that route. You have to know when to sell, so that when your your team doesn't get burnt out. And this is the thing: you play that system, it requires youth, energy, press. You know, it requires a lot of energy and youth. And that's why, eventually, you know, the players at sports they got tired, they couldn't press anymore. They weren't pressing, and sports were just horrible. Similar to what happened in Liverpool, right? The squad aged and they just sort of stood still and it's similar to what happened with Liverpool. And you know, and that's and that's it. But knowing when to sell, you sold this player, now bring somebody in in place. And that's the thing with sports, they just never did that like that. You know, rather than Pereira, for example, was available, right? That's who sports are going from Porto, right? They went in and got in the it is that same approach of wanting to penny pinch when you shouldn't. You know, and that's that's the reason why this system is not fit. Okay, now sports say they don't want to try that side. Let's do it. Get a person who's gonna win instantly, right? Somebody who wants to win now. You got in Jose. Jose wants Milan Skriniar as a centre back. No, he wants no. What's Milan Skriniar? I think it was Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz. 
didn't get rheumatism. Okay, get me melanchronia. Didn't get melanchronia. You got neither of them. I mean, you got neither of the two center backs. Get you got Joe Rodon who couldn't clearly couldn't hack it in the French Ligon right now with uh, start start the Rens with Rens. Is it Rens or Rims? I think it's Rens. Couldn't hack it in the Ligon, you know. And that's the thing. I think if the reports that they want to cancel his loan deal. So you're trying that style. You're not getting. Obviously, it's no surprise that the defensive issues continued. And the funny thing was, Spurs were scoring for fun around that first few months, first few weeks when Jose was at Spurs. Spurs were scoring for fun. I mean, scored six at Old Trafford, scored three against West Ham. Spurs were scoring. Scored five at Southampton. Spurs were scoring. Scored like 21 goals in five games in the first five games already. Spurs were like bam, bam, bam everywhere. Defensively was always, defensive was the Achilles heel, right? If Milan Skriniar was there, surely there would have been a clear difference. The clean, clear, clear improvement. Spurs would have probably been able to play the attacking style they want to play. They didn't get him in. Spurs, obviously, inevitably, Jose struggles and then he leaves. Brings in Nuno, which personally, I think that should have never happened in the first place. That was a very bad appointment. And, you know, that's... Even in as much as I am Enoch out, I am somebody who's who believes that the ownership is I think Nuno was never... Under any ownership, Nuno was never going to work out. That was never a deal that should have happened. And rightly so, he didn't work out. They got in Conte, and now Conte is in, and Conte does well. And now Conte demands; he's making demands. You can't tell. I mean, listen, Jet Spence is somebody who clearly is a club signing. Conte said it with his mouth, right? Right wing back, left wing back. We are the centre backs. We are the midfielders. You know, where are all these guys in? They're not. They're, they're not there. And now you expect him to. And again, I've said this. You know, if you're gonna get managers who want to win, now you can't start. Using that same approach, Dyer, Sanchez, Ben Davis, these three guys, um, Sessegnon, that's four, Matt Doherty, oh, oh, I won't include Doherty, I'm trying to go as far back as Pochettino's days, Pochettino's days, you know, these are four defenders, Hugo Lloris, Hugo Lloris, I'm coming to Hugo Lloris very soon, I'll talk about him as I keep going, these players have been here since Pochettino, right, I mean, a lot of these guys were part of the reasons why like it or not, defensively, some of them are the reasons why, you know, a lot of, in fact, I'll say this, right? The sports, the, the squad that they have, they, they're still filled with players from Pelotino's era. And that's a problem. Damien Sanchez, the fact that Damien Sanchez could play at any point is a problem. You know, and Hugo Lloris, I would, I'm not going to talk about Hugo Lloris, Dele Ali, son. It's about sports not selling at the right time, again. What do you want to be? What kind of do you want to be? If you want to be that kind of club, send at the right time. Send at the right time means this player is playing well, is good. But everybody knows, everybody can see that this player is, after this season, is going on a decline. Everybody can freaking see it. If everybody can see it and everybody is very well aware of that, it is time to sell. I mean, in stock market, I think, I think, um, because listen, if you don't sell that period, everybody will be good. Everybody could assume. Listen, if you want to, and then the player goes and performs poorly in season, the value drops. But if you want to, if you sell that summer, you are selling based on based on his form. Even though there may be some hiccups here and there, the other teams are not looking at it like, okay, this player is finished. But it, maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a bad season. You are looking. They're looking at it from the point of, okay, fine. If he comes here, he can see. Like Dele Ali, Dele Ali should have been sold in 2018. After that World Cup, should have been sold in 2018. In 2018 World Cup, Dele Ali had some bad games. He plays. He was playing. He played rugby ball. People were like, ah, this guy is still poor. Even during the league season, Dele Ali was already showing signs that he was poor. He wasn't good. 2018, Sports should have sold him. They had the last chance in 2019 to sell him. I would say in January 2020, they probably had another chance to do it. Didn't. Held on to him because they were hoping that, oh, he would magically rediscover his form, which clearly was never going to happen. Didn't happen. With Hugo Lloris now, the same thing. 
I'll say that Lori should have been sold in 2020. Should have been sold in 2020. That's in fact after the Champions League final loss, I think sports should have just probably said, okay, listen, it's time. We're gonna we're going to start bringing in. We're gonna sell these guys. We're gonna bring in people, players who can come in and gradually ease these guys, push these guys out of the way, and then why we sell. That's how you do things. If that's the style you want to go with, that's what say Pellegrino was never back. Remember, even though we could say Pellegrino was, oh, he didn't know how to win, that you could have the argument against him. But what you can never say is that he wasn't backed. What, what you can never say is that he was backed. You can never say he was backed. And that's the thing, that, the point I'm, trying, I'm driving at here. So, like I said, Hugo Lloris, not saying at the right time. Now, with Son, everybody's seen Son's decline already. Son's decline is already very obvious, very clear already. I would even argue, I said it before, even in the last episodes, right? I remember 2020, 2020, 2020, even when Son was playing and scoring. The thing with Son is the sharpness, he has lost that sharpness. He was always scoring goals. He would still score and get away with goals. But his overall gameplay was declining gradually. People could see it. I mean, I could see it. I mean, there were times where fans would come on and tweet and say, listen, Son will still score, but he's, he's playing poorly, and that's that's a worry. But most people shouted it down and said, oh, no, what you're saying, da, 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 because this is the thing about the fan base. It, but then again, I'm not, I don't expect the fan base to be experts. I expect the ownership to be, to have structures in place, to see these things on time and know it. So if you sold Son, last summer 2022 2022 last summer yes i know like, are you crazy you just want the golden boot if you sold son that summer there's a great chance that you'd have made a lot of gotten a lot of money it's all about like i said it's missed opportunities and not saying at the right time sports should have sold son 20 sorry daily early in 2018 probably should have sold son last year and pre- not outright say but let's say around 2019 or 2021 begin to prepare for his exit, begin to prepare. That's what I mean. Like get somebody in on that on that left wing who's gonna play, play, play with him. Come in, person would come in and then he would take off some it's that kind of thing. Yeah, you'll be this relationship where you know that okay, this is the guy replacing son, but son is just sell son it seems like by a minute, the way money left, right? The decline was already obvious, right? Just recoup some money and then move. But now you can't because now everybody's seen that oh he has declined. Maybe there's you could sell you if but the thing is there might still be a chance it's for school, but I very much doubt it because you know a lot of people just like to hold on to the past and this is the thing about sports maybe it's, it's down to the fact that sports hardly see good moments that any player who was good at some point you start expect, hoping that we should and this is the thing I, you can't do loyalty i'm sorry i don't expect loyalty in the game of football i don't expect loyalty in the football business i really don't it's a game of both sides gaining from each other they pay you deliver if you don't deliver and you keep getting paid you're gonna get rightly criticized and that's similar to what happened and it's this it's, it's that thing where a lot of fans do not want to let the pass go they want to hold it so tight even when it's obvious that it's not the same they're still holding it so tight even now this whole opinion sounds very unpopular amongst a lot of sports fans if you say you want daily ali sorry you just when you wanted daily ali if you, you want someone to be so people will be like whoa 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 but now everybody like, eventually everybody will be like okay maybe we should that's the thing it's, it's that moment of you're hoping but one thing you should know is that age happens and and, and for and that's just it for me now let's say let me say one thing let me um run up on this point right before i go listen if you if back to sorry with sports, right, if you're going to choose that path, some uncomfortable decisions have to be made. I'm talking about like ripping everything and starting all over. So, you are, a lot of the players you brought in, I'm talking about Kulusevsky, Bentancourt, Richarlison, Basuma, um, 
um, Udoji is coming next, right? Um, you've got Romero. A lot of all these guys who came in recently that look like they can still do produce. No, obviously Emerson came in, but I want Emerson gone. But these players who came in recently, who, who recently and Udoji who will come in next this um, later this this summer. These players who come in, you're going to have to preparing for a new style for for them to really be the face of the new um, team you're going to be building. That means so when I'm in covered positions, most of you are not going to like this, but one of Kane or Son will have to be sold. One of the two of them will have to be sold, and not just sold. One one of the, one of the two of them or both of them will have to be sold. If you want, this is the thing. Kane is probably not. He's not going to sign a new contract. I think I think this summer, sports may just have to consider just saying, listen, let's get some money for him and just you know keep him moving. With Son also, it seems like just okay, fine. If we're moving these two guys in, this is style. Get to the drawing button. This is the style we want to play. This is how we want to play as a team. If we want to play as a team, this style. If if we want to play as a team, this is the style as a team we want to play. Then you have to be prepared to say, okay, this is how we're going to manage. We're going to prepare our guys. We're going to play them like this. Then you you build from there. That's my point. Because Kane and Son are not going to. If you're going to come in, if you, they're not going to really, they're not really going to press. They're not going to do as much, be as much intense as they should. And there's a bit of sharpness. I mean, that you know sort of declined a bit. I mean, Kane is still you know Kane, right? But you know, especially Son, Son's sharpness is declined a bit. And that's the thing. Then you know, defensively, Spurs have to. And that obviously is not going to be a tough decision. And listen, when you when you learn these guys, it doesn't mean you are you are not bringing. You're going out there and scouting and getting in players who are going to who are going to come in and build from there and play play with them listen sports didn't sports should have done this in 2020 or 2021 prepared for these guys but since it's going to this sport where they can they can still do it so this summer consider saying okay fine we're gonna let these guys go we're gonna we're gonna recoup get get some money for them because this is probably the last chance to listen this is not even about saying you think they're gonna be good or not this is a point of this is probably your last chance to recoup some money for these guys to get some some money for these guys this is probably your last chance because if I mean, Miss Sons has been contract, but when I mean last year, I'm talking about like value. Sons, for example, if you do not probably do not get your money now, you may not get far more than you should, right? With Kane, if Kane doesn't sign a new contract, well, you probably have to, you may just have to consider just taking the L and just, you know, biting the bullet and just moving on. And I'm saying this, right? I'm saying this if Kane doesn't renew a new contract, then maybe Sports will have to say, okay, listen, we as a team, we're going to go down this route. This route of what? We're going to get a manager. We're going to play this way we're going to get a structure in place and say so this is how we're going to play as a team not just the manager you're going to get a structure in place i'm talking about scouting talking about you're going to be scouting networks all over the world, in different parts of the world because this point now you do not if since you say you do not want to spend an arm and a leg every time obviously the, every now and then you will spend an arm and a leg you will you, you will drop an arm and a leg every time every now and then for some players but Getting that proper scouting, like for example, look for example, Brighton, right? I'm not, I'm not saying sports should I get Brighton system, but there are a lot of talent in South America, right? Moises Caicedo, for example, Brighton were not the only team were in for Moises Caicedo. Marinette were in for Moises Caicedo, but Brighton won this race for signature. Someone like Mituma, for example, right? Good, already well adapted, and his decision making is so good already. That's a gem. Someone like Kavara Varaskelia. I hope, I'm sorry. Um, if, I hope I don't butcher that name. But you get my point. Get players like this. You, you have it. If you have a scouting system that can help you net this kind of talent, and if it doesn't work out, okay, fine. Shit, but the bottom line is that you still have a foundation of top players there. So even if you have defenders, obviously you're gonna you're gonna ship out Sanchez, Dyer, Davis, you know Doherty, Emerson, Sesson. You're gonna ship out all these guys and bring in players, talents who 
who are ready to go not here and there i'm talking about people who are ready to go at this point when you have these guys in place you you've got you know maybe someone like this guy on the wing Kulu on the right wing and then you go on the left wing someone like you know not not necessarily Guevara Vastilia oh Jesus Christ I'm sorry for pronouncing it I'll just call him KK the Napoli left winger if you have someone like that on the left and you have a Charles in centrally right if you have a system in place that keeps going where the goals are properly distributed you will not obviously your striker will chip in right if your striker scores 15 or 16 league goals your wingers if they chip in with goals your right wing backs chipping with goals your wing backs both sides chipping with goals your midfield chipping with goals it's gonna offset the fact that your striker is not scoring 20 league goals right if, if you if you go get 20 from your two wingers your right and your left winger if you get 20 20 20 from both of them you're probably not gonna be there and this is the thing this is just in the as on the assumption that because now we're hearing that oh Conte is not going to renew a new contract why is not going to renew a new contract because oh if he leaves if he doesn't renew a new contract if he's renews a new contract he wants to be sure that Kane is staying Kane wants to be sure that Conte is staying so it's that kind of thing we're supposed to be in limbo whatever happens happens but if both of them eventually stay I still believe that but even if again I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not saying that outrightly both of them I'm saying one of Kane or Son one of Ken and Son or both of them. So whatever decision sports make, either way, you are going to know that you're going to see in remember with the manager and this is how you're going to play. It's not about just going in and getting him, getting players, manager's second or third choice. If he asks for his first choice, get him his first choice. Pay the money required, all this haggling. And, and listen, sports are supposed to have signings in by now. Pedro Poro, for example, everything can make that deal. That deal is ready to happen. The only person stopping that deal from happening is sports. The player wants to join. Um, these guys are ready to sell. Just me to release to 45 million euros, which is about 30 something million pounds, right? That's let's say 10 to 15 million pounds more than what they spent on Emerson Royale. I mean, that's a no brainer. I mean, if somebody could sanction it, and just so you know, he actually assist, got another assist this evening, even after Spurs lost. I mean, how convenient, right? I mean, the timing of, of seeing that video was, was amazing. It's so funny to see, right? But that's the point I'm making. Sports need to be the, put themselves in a situation where we have a plan. It doesn't matter what the manager is. This is how we're going to do our thing. If this manager leaves because of the system we have in place, we're going to look for a manager who manages, who, who has this system, who plays like this. We're going to bring that one in and play this way. It doesn't matter even if he leaves. We have somebody. A man, we have a manager in place. We have a system. That's exactly how they should do things. Someone is open again. Sports' problems have still not been addressed. And that's why I never give sports above six over ten. Six over ten is being generous. I've, I've stopped. I, I I think I'm probably going to, going in the five range. You know, as long as you got Sanchez, Dyer, Davis, and people will tell me it's not possible. And then if it's not possible for those guys to leave, then you know there's no point I can give the window above five over ten. There's no way I can go above five over ten. I'm just being, being honest, right? And listen, I, you just you just hope that this loss can force the board to act because if if it doesn't, then you know what what is there. We hope we can force them to act and force them to actually go in, but you know, it, it's as we all know, it's probably not going to happen. And, and anyway, that being said, that being said, let me talk about the whole the country out brigade. I will say this again. I'll give you an analogy. If you meet a girl, a girl tells you she has had. I probably I've probably tweeted this and I've probably said this again. Like if you meet a girl and she tells a girl for the first time, right? You're talking with her and she tells you she has had. She's she's currently on her fourth. This is her fourth boyfriend right now. And the fourth boyfriend, in sorry, in the last four years, she has had four different boyfriends. She's only the fourth one, but she's complaining that she's having problems with this one also. But she's insisting that she is not the problem. This is, and 
I mean, are you not going to look at look at her and say, I think you are the problem, madam? Because, and that's the thing with sports. You've had four minutes in the last four years. The same issues. Sports always come to this situation, this position. And that's why when I look at people saying, I was in, I was in the space of hearing somebody say, um, oh, Conte's um, patterns, pat- his pattern, his refusal to change from his pattern. Listen, I think that's very lazy. Because I know very well Guardiola is somebody who is also stubborn with his patterns. I mean, pl- having a pattern... Of play, believing that your person is away and then saying, Oh, you should change it. That is that is completely ignorant and asinine to actually have that view that, Oh, change the pattern. Well, listen, fine, it's good to have a plan B, I understand, but to go about and check a tip, cheap shot and say, Oh, this is the patterns of play, having just one pattern. Well, Godzilla has patterns. I mean, every manager has patterns. I said, I has patterns. Club, I think Club has patterns. Yeah, it has it has pattern. Now I'll say Guardiola has pattern. I will just maybe not maybe not as much as maybe club not as much. Guardiola has patterns, right? So if they got patterns, like how exactly is that? The problem with sports is Conte is playing his style. He doesn't have the players for. And sports, the window is open. Why don't sports go get those players he's playing for? Again, I'm not Conte out. Before I'm going, I'm the last manager I know that I wanted to be sacked was Nuno, right? And my reasons I'm very clear about it. Listen, even if it doesn't matter what the owners wear, Nuno was always never gonna work. But Jose and Conte. I'm not. I never. I never called for Jose to be sacked. I never did. I mean, never really came and said, "Oh, Jose out." I was never part of the brigade. I was only defending Jose every single time. Then the other guys. Um, then with Conte also, I'm still not Conte out because I know very well the problem is not just him. Listen, you could argue that oh, today's game, the tactic that well, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, there's a bigger, there's a bigger cloud. You know, it's like this, right? If you've got if you have if you have malaria right one of the symptoms of malaria one of the um effects or whatever side effects is it's you you feel fever when you feel feverish you feel headache right if you're taking paracetamol i mean the paracetamol fine is to combat your headache you feel relief but you still have you still feverish your taste you you, you can't taste anything uh you see you see shivering you're you're weak you know all these symptoms are still there I mean, you're, not treating, you're just treating you're just treating the headache that's exactly what's happening with sports the manager is just a headache. I mean, the entire ownership is the real, you know, the real malaria that has to be cured. Sports need to sell up. I'm sorry, they just have to sell up. It's just at that point where they just say, listen, do you guys want to do this? If you want to do this, just sell up. If you, do, you want to, do you want to spend? Do you want to go out in the market and conquer? If you want to do it, then you just have to ensure that you pick, take a stance and just go with it. And that's just my take on it. You know, Loris, I forgot to mention Loris. I think Loris, Loris on the right time again should have been sold. 2020 should have been the time to just say, okay, fine, let's prepare a new goalkeeper. But, you know, now they're going to be rushing to get a new goalkeeper rather than actually seeing them and planning and say, okay, we're going to get a goalkeeper at this time. This is the one that's going to come in. That's the thing. But, you know, it is what it is. I think I'm done with my rants on, on the whole sports thing. Right? Um, so let's talk about Chelsea's um, win today. Chelsea, I mean, they won. Big Christopher has won. Kai Havertz scoring the winner. I mean, Chelsea are always going to... I think it's Chelsea's favourite fixture, right? I think they've got a lot of wins. I can't remember how many wins, but I know they've won more than 50. Probably you're going to be looking at nearing 80% of their matches against Crystal Palace. So they've have, they have, it's, very, it's a very one-sided fixture, if I'll put it that way. Very one-sided. The fixture that they really play and you know, they ensure that they, they they win, right? Obviously, Crystal Palace have had the odd game here and there where they've won. But overall, Chelsea tend to win this fixture. And when they did, so bad Shile. Now... But they're actually starting. Doesn't mean we're going to probably see the end of um, Koulibaly. Probably left to be seen. But the fact of the matter is this, right? Koulibaly wasn't signed 
when Potter was there. So Potter could argue that Badiashili is probably this guy. But actually, actually played well, clean sheet. I mean, yes, he's gonna get tested eventually, though. I mean, against Liverpool, but you know, Liverpool offensively are not really like the way they were. Like they're not really a proper offensive test, and that's where you know there's a bit of um, there's a bit of an issue with that. I don't know but I mean, Koulibaly was struggling against teams like Southampton, uh, Southampton. You know, Brentford, you're struggling against kind of teams. So, if you're struggling against kind of teams, well, you know, but actually, you can only play against what's in front of you. But this is the thing again Chelsea are spending. I mean, they just stole Modricon from under the nose of Arsenal. I mean, that's that. I mean, the way it happened so fast was amazing. I mean, I mean, it got Arsenal fans speaking of conspiracy theories that um, Fabio Romano was in cohoots with um, Shakhtar Dunez, with Shakhtar Dunez and um, with Shakhtar, sorry, and um, and um, these guys. Ah, oh, Chelsea, right? Uh, some guys are even saying that Fabio Romano made money off the deal, which I mean they couldn't provide proof of, obviously. But it's, it's, it was really funny when I saw when I saw that um, being said. Anyways, that, that I think Chelsea were did what but they're still tense. Well, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. And um, okay, yeah, before I leave that Chelsea, I also want to say something. Chelsea is spending and spending and spending and spending. Listen, one thing you should know for sure: they will eventually get it right. You can spend and spend and spend. They can really dip into their pocket and spend. Well, you could laugh at them now. Oh, it's not coming to fruition. Eventually, to come to fruition, whether you like it or not, it is. You 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 can spend your way out of trouble. Even if you spend, you make a mistake, go and spend again. And that's the thing here. You spend and you do you do what you've got to do and you keep it moving. I mean, you know that's just it for me. That's well, you know, it's only a lot of sports that will find a way to ex- to defend you know the the practice of the ownership. Anyways, mine, I'm going to go to the Liverpool um, Brentford Brighton game, and I, was, I already spoke about Brighton. I already praised them and their tactics and how their their system is being run. Um, they won. Something interesting is happening. Um, Leonardo Trossard, is having, he, fell, he fell out with the manager. I think the transfer is the only way. Trossard is currently linked with Spurs. Linked with Spurs. Um, well, it is what it is. I mean, as you all know, I mean, I'm, I'm not against the sign of Trossard. We'll see how it goes. I'm not against it. I mean, if there's better out there, that's fine. But, you know, with sports, I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, <laughs> it's linked with sports. I mean, he has other links too. But it is what it is. But, listen, again, they will they will get it right. And, and with Liverpool, Kodigaku was quite non-existent in that game. I thought about Brighton. I mean, I mean Brighton will get it right, you know, with, with Trossard. I mean, if you look at it, Mitoma has already started playing. He's gotten the spot already. He's playing steady. I mean, you're already prepared to sell to get money up, make money off uh, Trossard. You know, and, and you know, and that's how you, you plan as a team. That's how you plan. You know, sorry that you're not panicking. Look at how much they made of Kukurea and Brighton to Pinyan, right? Already. Moises Caicedo lost Besuma, brought in Moises Caicedo. You know, there's already a plan in place such that when these guys leave, they will be able to replace, you know, be able to, to replace them easily. But that, and they will still be in healthy profit. Their scouting system is so good that they will be. I think their new striker, um, I think it's an academy product. I can't remember, I think it's Evan something. I can't remember his name. I've not really checked, done some research, but it looks, looks like a good prospect. You know, so far for them, I mean, he played quite well. He won't side the game forever. His hold up play was quite good for them against Liverpool. But beating Liverpool, they, but in recent, in recent um, years, they've had quite a good record against Liverpool. I think in the season, in 2020-21 season, they beat Liverpool at Anfield. One of the few teams who beat Liverpool at Anfield. I mean, they've had quite a very good record. 
against Liverpool. I mean, I think they beat Liverpool last season also. And Liverpool have won some games, yes, but you know, they do give Liverpool a tough time. And winning training, not just training, the manner we see they won training, it was a proper dominance, you know, on Liverpool. And you know, it, it is what it is. You know, Liverpool having a tough season, Chelsea having a very tough season, and you know, and here we are. You know, it's quite interesting. And um, the Manchester derby, well, um, Manchester derby was very interesting. Uh, and Man City. Man United winning this game meant they go a point, a point or two behind Man City, and then Man City had to win this game to cut the gap with Arsenal. Again, the, the gap behind Arsenal to two points, two points because they were five points behind Arsenal. Well, um, didn't work. And this is it. Listen, I want to quickly right. I want to praise Man United. Man United play quite well. I, I think a lot of people would. Be, be deceived by the fact that Man City sort of dominated spells in the games and they were passing and passing because they were on the ball. In the first half, Man United looked more like scoring. Not just look more like scoring, Man City didn't look like scoring. That's the thing. So they were able to defend properly. I mean, Man City were playing what they had to do, but it was mostly silence because there was really no penetration, nothing. No, they were able to penetrate Man United's defense. You know, they were defending, and that's the thing. Listen, even if you want to talk about, I mean, yeah, Man City brought on Grealish and really scored one. You know, the equalizer you can argue is controversial, but this is my thing. With my United at home and the way they were playing for majority of that game, they were eventually going to win that game because the home fans were behind them, they were backing them and making as much noise as possible and making sure that their players got as much support as they want. So. My United were probably going to always win that game. Think it, let's be real here. They were always going to win that game. If, been, if you dip it, they were always going to win that game. And that's why I'm saying that. I'm, I'm, I belong to this school of thought that I do not believe that uh, Man City were, were robbed. You know, I mean, yes, you could say robbed. When I mean robbed, maybe the decision was bad. Like, again, I'm, on that decision, I think Russia was offside. I, I just found it. I, I'm still surprised that people are actually defending it, saying that it's not offside. Mine deserve to win. That's fine. I can say that, and I can also say that that decision was was a disgrace. You know, for me, because Rashford was in the frame we played, they would tell you, oh, it wasn't. Oh, it was. And I mean, you guys are just trying to be clever by half. Let's be real. Let's be real here. If Rashford wasn't there, Ederson, the Manchester defenders would probably be able to handle it differently. They were just defending because they thought Rashford was offside. It was onside. And then Bruno Fernandes. And at one point. Um, Ederson was faced. Rashford was even in front of the ball at one point. He never played it, but he was in front of the ball. He was running. He wasn't chasing the ball, running already, right? And Ederson, sorry, um, Fernandez came in from nowhere and scored, right? And that uh, Fernandez came in, came in and scored, making one-one. That that was equalizer. Obviously, that that turned the whole game around because I mean, my, I don't think Man City would have been able to cope with my entered event. No matter, even if Rashford didn't score the winner. You know, my my United were always going to win that game before, and the score managed to make it two one. And and listen, you know, I know people, and this is the thing: people will tell you, oh well, the referee, if the referee feels which the rules. I mean, if the referee feels that the player is a fair player, they were telling me, oh, he feels well. Those of you who who are defending this decision, just know that when the referee when the referee goes, you know, goes your way, I will remind you very well of how the referee feels. You know, and then when you will know. Because this is the thing about, and this is why I've always said this: right, there is general incompetence in the league. It has nothing to do with anybody being targeted it's just unfortunate it's just that some teams are just louder than some but many just get on with it there's general incompetence in the league generally there is it's very very bad and this approach of saying my team is being targeted you're not gonna help you're not helping anybody because people are gonna get just a crappy but everybody comes again and says listen but the thing is everybody claps when it favors them and everybody gets upset when it goes against them so at the end of the day 
I mean, just stop it. Just, just stop. Everybody should just go and enjoy the bad officiating like that. Since that's the case, most of you would say that the referee feels the referee made the right decision. Well, think about it. A lot of you disagree with referees in games when they make decisions, foul, foul, when they give fouls, when they give calls that you are arguing that it shouldn't stand. Well, newsflash. I mean, if we're being honest here, you know, if we're being real here, right? A lot of times, that's exactly what happens in the decision making. It just goes with discretion most of the time, you know, in, in certain decisions. And that for me, that one I felt like, you know, that was just stonewall. And the thing was last season, was it last season or so earlier in the season when my United played against Everton, there was a goal Everton scored. It's quite similar. The, the, the defender was in front of them. The Everton player was in front of him. He was in front of the gear. Quite similar. He didn't touch the ball. Got out of the way, and then the ball ran to the net. And then they argued that it was it wasn't given. It was offside, and it was the goal was cancelled. You know, that is a very similar situation here. But, you know, everybody's going to... And this is that's every football fan is selfish. Every football fan wants their team to be favored. And that's why I do not believe that anybody's been targeted. I think everybody benefits from it one way or another. It's just that your team is probably on the receiving end. And then you probably believe that, oh, people are out to get me. Let's let's stop them now. You know, but <laughs> it is what it is. But that's my, my take on that on that, on that particular game. Um, On a, on a Man City, well... I think I think Man City they they are suffering because um, obviously Sterling is Sterling is an unsung hero at Man City. I, I think Man City that raw pace they they had on the wings when they had Sterling and, and Sane on the wings right, and then they had Aguero centrally and sometimes Gabriel Jesus right. See that raw pace. Even Gabriel Jesus used to give them that raw pace. See that raw pace that it was there. Well. They missed out. They 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 lost that when they sold those those guys when they let them go. They lost out. I'm talking about that raw pace. We are to get in the dribble. Yes, Foden is dribbling. Yes, Myers is. But these guys are more finesse than I'm talking about. Yes, there's dribble, but I'm talking about the real raw pace that you would get. Being able to run. It's it's it's. Even as much as I'm, I hate play, when players run and then they have no football brain. I th- I think with the right, I think it's it, it pace is still very much needed in football in the team. I mean the Man City front line yesterday. They, that that pace, that kind of pace was lacking, and it's no surprise that I think all season they've been suffering because of that. I mean yes, their games where they will score and they will win, but their their wings look more of it's more focused on the technique and the finesse than you know. Yes, there's rope rope. I mean yes, it's good, but once in a while you really need that, and I think they they really suffered, you know, yesterday. They really suffered suffered in that game on Saturday. You know, for for me, I think that's just what I think. Well, um. Yeah, I think that's um, as far as uh, my thoughts really go. And, and my friends are laughing at me. I mean, I, 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 I said I'm, I'm supporting Real Madrid. I said I'm going, to, I'm going to take a break and just go to Real Madrid. And Real Madrid starts losing. Now I run to PSG. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm just joking out there. But listen, it's I think before this, I, I mentally checked out um, for the season. I was like, listen, I'm at this point where I don't really think I'm going to stress myself. But I can understand, you know, maybe I'm going to remain a football fan. I can understand football fans, sports fans who are still in, is the passion and about. I'm gonna be, I'm just a football fan this season. I'm still gonna watch sports. I'm gonna talk about sports, obviously. I'm talking about game in general, but I mean sports, the way they are doing. I don't want to put myself through all this pain, you know, because clearly, I mean, being able to predict certain things is not really a good idea. I, I miss when I was delusional, but I can't be delusional. I really know what's up, and sports need to really make make a decision on what who they are, and you know, back the manager Conte. Personally, I prefer to keep Conte. And back him, you know. There's no, there's no. The job you've already gone really far. Just back him and sell. Let go of the awful defenders and awful players, and just bring in some quality players that he can trust. And then you know you have yourself a team. 
anyways that's the end of today's episode um or rant even how you want to call it um but quickly before i go i'll talk about the uh, chelsea transfer right chelsea picked um arsenal to get modric in um i was reading reports that you know modric obviously wanted arsenal i was reading his, his instagram story the guy was basically twerking for arsenal but chelsea came in and this comes back to my point you know don't expect loyalty from footballers right just because the players is going to join you somebody will come with a better offer and then they would they would concern but with chelsea why is that who is it's who arsenal interested in is who they want to sign why is this is what happened right so arsenal were interested in rafinha they went and tried to sign rafinha arsenal were interested in um um what's his name um this guy there's this player is escaping me right now i can't remember his name right now but like, i was remember arsenal are currently traded, they were interested in modric chelsea swooping now everybody like listen if arsenal is really the player just ready chelsea are going to swoop in very soon and that's that's just just funny that's how chelsea do their business so they've been doing their business who's anybody interested in we're going to sign him <laughs> i jokingly said i said let arsenal register interest in um Emerson Royal so that Chelsea will come sign in please. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, um I think I think the, the window so far was need to go in again and get business done. I mean I expect some signings tomorrow, but you know, the way sports have been operating it makes you wonder if they've been doing some work that they need to do because sports are in a very, very, very serious situation right now. It can be rectified, but you know, it depends on how quickly and how soon they want to rectify it. You know, they have to do the right thing and do what's right, you know get signing ins and all that anyways that's the end of today's episode um thanks for listening i'll see you guys on thursday um hopefully i'll be back um hopefully sports have signed some new players by then um i'm gonna be watching every fourth game without any emo- with little to no emotion attached i mean that's why i watched not long that today but it is what it is without um yeah so um, take care have a nice week bye